Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. On with Mario Lopez. What's up, everyone? Mario Lopez joining me now on Zoom from the new movie, The People We Hate at the Wedding, Actors Kristen Bell and Ben Platt. Welcome to the show, guys. How are you? Great. How are you? I'm doing well. Congratulations on the movie. Great title. Makes me laugh already. I want to check it out. What uh, What's it about? Provocative title. I think, you know, anyone who's went who's gone to a wedding before, you know there are those people at the wedding who just cause chaos. And I think a wedding is such a great place to, um, to have the setting of a movie because there's such high stakes. You're watching this beautiful endeavor of people promising themselves to one another, and you're just endlessly comparing yourself to their love and whether or not you have it, will you ever get it? So it's rife for conflict. Um, and I think you watch this incredibly dysfunctional family family prove uh, that they are the people that you hate at the wedding. <laughs> I love a wedding. Or, or I should say, I love a reception. Those are always <laughs> a lot, a lot of fun. Where did you guys film? Uh, the where, where did you film it? Did you go over to London? Yes, we got to live uh, in London for a couple months and have a really beautiful little adventure over there and um, be the kind of messy, dirty Americans ruining the beautiful <laughs> British <laughs> settings and see some theater. And it was a it was a wonderful time being over there. That's awesome. Absolutely, Alison Janney. Plays your mother. Um, love her. She's fantastic. Uh, how how uh, how was she on set? She's a queen. There's truly <laughs> no one funnier than she is. And mm. it, it, just everything she did on screen and off. First of all, she's absolutely wild off screen. <laughs> ben, would you concur? Of course. She. You said this beautifully in another interview we did, but that she so, has so much silliness and play. And like she hasn't lost a single stitch of that after being just such a veteran in the industry for so long and so much fantastic work all over the spectrum she still approaches every day with like so much just like silliness and unabashedness and it's it's like infectious to be around and makes you want to be freer and funnier and she's there's a reason she's stuck around yeah that, that that's good to hear super talented um you both have real life siblings are any of your relationships like the ones in the movie 
Yeah, I, I mean, I, my sister, me and Kristen, thankfully, are one of the more functional relationships in the family, even though our our characters kind of feed each other's dysfunction. But we we do get along and we get to bond a little bit, which I really loved getting to do with Kristen because she's wonderful. But I feel similarly with my sister, Samantha, and my sister, Hannah. And, you know, they're like my girlfriends in addition to being my sisters. Like we can really dish about things and gossip about things and roll our eyes at things together. So certainly felt familiar in terms of the sister-brother vibe. Yeah, I have two older sisters, and there's something about being with them that all of a sudden, when you're together, the perspective shifts from your solo perspective to what the three of you think about the whole room, and you're able to just, you know, gossip with one another in a completely safe space. And I like that siblings um, often run as a team. Yeah, it's like a little wolf pack. I, too, have sisters. We all have sisters, and uh, I just listen to mine. They tell me what to do, and we go from there. Um, ben, also uh, in the works, something called Theater Camp. Being a former musical theater kid myself, I, I think I know what it's about, but um, what, what is it? Maybe it's something different. Oh, well, thanks. I'm sure it is relatively what you're thinking. My, mm-hmm. So my partner, Noah Galvin, and I, and our two best friends, Molly Gordon and Nick Lieberman, we made this short film in 2017, which is sort of a mockumentary-style sketch about overly intense theater teachers at a theater camp um, in, in very much the tradition of Christopher Guest, sort of waiting for Guffman, Wet Hot American Summer, the mashup. <laughs> and this is the kind of featureization of that short. Uh, it's a mockumentary, a full-length mockumentary about uh, a summer camp, a theater summer camp that's struggling to stay afloat uh, financially and how the, the staff kind of bands together to keep it open in very misguided ways. That's so funny. It's ironic. This, sounds, this is the movie of my dreams. Yeah. Ben's making it truly the movie of my dreams. Ben, I think it's, you're right in the center of our target audience, Kristen. I will be outside the theater with my camping tent the day it opens. I want to check this one out, too. It's funny because my wife, who was just here, just quoted Waiting for Government yes. like 30 seconds ago. So it's so funny. Incredible. She, yeah. Um, Kristen, uh, how old are your daughters now? by the way. Seven and nine, about to be eight and nine. Okay, so we got kids around the same wheelhouse. And I read you were locking your kids in their bedrooms to help them sleep through the night. I'm a fan of that. <laughs> I, is that true? And how did it work out? Well, that's a, I think that's a that's a big headline to a much more complex parenting issue. No, I'm co-signing that on that. <laughs> sure, sure. What happened was when they were little, they would come out of their room absolutely all night. No one was getting sleep and they would be keeping yes. each other up. So after about seven days of warning them, we did the same thing with the light switches. We'd come in there in the middle of the night, all the lights would be on, and we said, we're going to take the bulbs out if you keep doing that. And after a week of warning them, we felt that was responsible enough. We did take the light bulb Love out, that too. the ones right yeah. over their bed. And the same, we, we at one point switched the handle uh, so that the, um, the lock was on the outside instead. See, but it didn't last very long, right. and we did warn them. <laughs> you gave them a heads up. They know <laughs> they know you're not to be messed with. <laughs> well, and basically, it was just when they were like three and four years old. It would be eleven o'clock, and they'd you know want a snack or something, and we'd say no. That this is the rules of the house. Are you go to bed? You stay in bed. Um, and so they'd try the handle. We'd hear them trying the yes. handle, and then they would just go back to bed because they know we finally we put a roadblock in front of them. We learned the hard way about locking our door, too. Unfortunately, that's a story for another day. Let me ask your opinion on this. So my daughter, um, she just turned 12 recently, locks the door constantly, and she will not open it for me. And I threatened. I said, "Listen, I'm gonna take off your lock because you got it. You got to answer, and you can't just be locking in." Do you? I bet I want to respect her privacy at the same time. She's a girl, and she's got brothers, and 
all this and that. What are your thoughts? What do you think I should do? Take away the lock. Just give her a couple more chances. Me? Well, I mean, what's the, can I, can I ask this? Like personally, why do you need to get in there so bad? Like is there a house? <laughs> <laughs> she's just, she's just locking herself away. And it's like, yo, I want to talk to you. So I want to be able to have access. Why do I do that? Then you can text her. <laughs> That's what she said. She said, dad, why can't you text me? I said, what do you mean? I can't, why can't I text you? You're right there. I don't, the hall. I, I don't think this, Kristen is co-signing this, this you on took this. A, this took a wrong turn. <laughs> no, I think, well, uh, the same way that I was like, I needed to show my kids I was serious, but I always unlocked the door before I went to bed, just right. in case they actually needed to get out. I would say, like, you got, personally, if I had a teenager doing that, I'd say, listen, I know I need to respect your privacy. Right. You feel safer with the door locked. I'm not feeling as much contact with you as I'd like to. So what if you're allowed to keep the door locked, but then once a week we sit down and, um, you know, eat pasta together for 30 minutes and just connect. And then you get what you need and she gets what she needs. That's actually perfect advice. And I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. Or right. is it just FaceTimer? FaceTimer. Get out <laughs> of my face. All right, quickly, guys, really quick. What, what are the plans for the holidays? Are you sticking around in town? Are you taking off? Um, I'm going to be in New York City with um, my partner Noah's family. It's my first time spending Thanksgiving with them, so I'm very, very excited. Nice, great. I'll Ooh, be out there in too. Law Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, I got to make a good impression. There you go. Nice. We host Thanksgiving with um, for the since COVID began with our family pods. So we have like five families, and we'll be hosting it here and just have a very lazy afternoon. That sounds uh, like the best day ever. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to uh, check in. Chris, I'm going to totally do that, by the way. Next time I see you, I'll let you know how that worked out. Uh, and you can watch The People We Hate at the Wedding now on Amazon Prime. Thanks so much for hanging out, guys. Thanks, Thank Mario. You. All right, take care. On with Mario Lopez. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.